Välkomna ska ni vara till Senevuratnes hockeypodd där vi sitter på läktarna i Saab Arena. Vi ser bland annat på isen en Brock Little som nöter extra efter avslutad träning för att kanske försöka få igång målprotokollet. Vi sitter bredvid en av hans kedjekamrater, Garrett Rowe, för att prata lite. Honom har ju gått desto bättre för på sistone med målskyttet. First of all, Garrett, nice to have you here. Thank you. It's good to be on here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to uh, uh, sit down with you because we know a lot about you as a hockey player. You mm-hmm. like scoring goals. You, uh, uh, we know you're a top-class player here in Europe. Uh, but other than that, I think a lot of people don't know that much about you. That's uh, if if we start with that simple question: Who is Garrett Rowe? I'd say I'm a uh, a pretty. I wouldn't say a quiet guy off the ice, but a calm guy off the ice. I spend a lot of time at home with my wife and my dog. Um, but other than that, it's not nothing special. It's um, try to keep it light as much as possible, and and uh, I'm always good for a, a good TV show or a good movie. And and uh, that, that sounds like a good night for me half the time. Any favorite movie? I'm a big uh, movie called Rem- Remember the Titans. Uh, I don't know why it just gets me. And then also. Uh, I'm a big fan of Gladiator. Mm. Uh, I don't know, just it has a little bit of everything in it. So uh, yeah, favorite movies there. Uh, on Twitter, uh, your username is uh, the Rowboat. Would you say you're a funny guy? <laughs> uh, no, I try to be. I don't think I am though. No, I, I just uh, obviously I got that a lot growing up. Um, just you know, it's easy kind of nickname. But uh, uh, it's it's, uh, it's I had to come up with something, and you know, it was a while ago and. And I feel like it kind of fits. Uh, my uncle has a boat, and he actually named it the rowboat. So uh, not very creative by him, but uh, nonetheless, it's. Uh, I thought it was a great name. <laughs> as a hockey player, I would describe you as a player uh, with a great sense of both finding the net and finding those goal-giving passes, uh, but with quite a bit of temper. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just I try to play on the edge as much as possible. I uh, I believe that the game should be played. It's a physical game. It's a contact game. I believe that the game should be played that way. That's that, that's what's the the beauty of hockey for me is, is you have the the class and the finesse, which is so much fun to watch. But also, also at the same time, it's it's a you know, it's a sport where you know contact happens and collisions happen. And I think that's that's every bit of part of hockey as uh, you know making going around a guy with stick handling. So. Um, Yeah, I try to play as close to the edge as possible and and uh, play intense and aggressive. And I feel like that's um, if I didn't, I wouldn't be uh, the same player you know that I I think I can be. And so uh, just something I had older brothers growing up, so uh, you had to fight for every inch just to play with them. So I think that's kind of uh, where it came from. So would you say you need to be a little bit mad to play the game as good as you can? Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I think so. Um, i think it gets me into the game more. Uh, there was a guy named uh, Pat Verbeek that played in the NHL for 20 years, and he said he was a uh, he was a prick for 20 years of his life, and it, you know that's all, that's the only way he could play. And um, I took that, and I kind of I think it's it, it, that's just how I have to play. It's I have realized that, and and it kind of allows me to be effective, and um, I think that allows me if I you know don't score a point or something like that, I can still make a difference on a game playing strong defensively or, or shutting a guy down and things like that. So that's what I try to pride myself on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're from Vienna, but not in Switzerland. Uh, no, Vienna, not in Austria. Um, Austria, sorry. No, no uh, <laughs> Vienna, Virginia, uh, which is right outside Washington, D.C. Um, 
that's where my parents, you know, still live. My brother lives right around the corner, and so does my other brother. So, uh, uh, yeah, good place to call home, and uh, it's a good place to go home for the summer. Um, but now you're here. You got your family here. You said earlier it's your wife <laughs> and yep. your dog. Yep. Uh, how have you all adapted to Lynn Shopping? This is your second year here. Ah, uh, great. Uh, absolutely, we love it here. We um, we're from a big city, but uh, we're not big on um, going out to the nightclubs and things like that. So, uh, and we're we're fine with staying at home, just kind of hanging out with each other. So, uh, the small city is easy for us to to do, and we like it here. It's uh, my wife, you know, is is uh, working here, and she loves it. And my dog. Uh, Yeah, you know, he's probably my best friend, so uh, we spend a lot of time together, and uh, it definitely makes it easier coming home and uh, having your dog always happy. So that makes uh, makes a win better and makes a loss a little better. So that's a good part of it. Can you see yourself uh, staying here for a longer while? I mean, you you got a contract for next year also, but uh, are you uh, that happy with uh, Lynn Shopping and uh, the club and the surroundings and everything that you could consider staying here for longer? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously depends on a, a lot of reasons or a lot of uh scenarios but uh yeah if if it came where you know they offered a deal to stay and you know we'd love to stay um that being said it's a long ways away and and um i have to continue to play they have to i have to continue to play for to earn a contract for longer so uh um you know, we'll see what happens down the road and and we're just trying to take it It's a cliche, but you know, try to take it this year, and and uh, we'll focus on next year and next year. But uh, but yeah, it's, if it was something down the road, yeah, we'd absolutely uh, be interested in staying here. And and uh, you know, like I said, we love it here. We we love being in Sweden. We love being in Linköping, and you know, the organization treats us great. So uh, we have absolutely zero complaints. We hear the Zamboni here in the background. Uh, uh Speaking about Zamboni, which is Ismaskin uh, uh, in Swedish, how is your Swedish? It's not very good. No, uh, no not at all. I uh, I should have learned more, but I haven't. Um, but you guys speak English so well; it's it uh, makes it uh, it's a comfort level for us to speak English. And obviously, we, we should push ourselves to to learn it more. And that's probably our mistake. But um, like I said, you guys speak English so well; it's it's hard <laughs> to uh, it's hard to fall out of the comfort zone and. Uh, But yeah, it's good. It's uh, we can communicate and get around. So you know, life is life is not a problem. Uh, a couple of episodes ago, uh, we spoke to uh, your uh, old line mate Andrew Gordon, and I had some sweets and uh, stuff like that, some licorice, uh, uh, typical Swedish stuff. Is there anything uh, like that that you uh, you uh, like here in Sweden? Anything uh, special? Uh, I mean, uh, I'm not a licorice guy. Not not even close. Um, I've tried it once or twice and now i just stay away from it the candy something something with the candy i don't know what it is but uh it's dangerous for me uh i tell my my wife that can't buy it or else you know it'll be gone but uh and other than that it's pretty much similar stuff all over that you'll have back home too um but the, the candy is uh seems so normal but it's 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 not i don't know how to explain it so it's just uh that's 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 some good stuff though Let's look back at your hockey career. First of all, uh, uh, how did you get into playing hockey as a kid? I grew up uh, in a place where hockey wasn't very popular, and I had 
uh, a father and two older brothers that uh, they, uh, my, my two older brothers played and my dad was the coach. So uh, from the time I was, I don't know, uh, you know, one year old, I was at the ice hockey rink. I don't remember that part, but um, I just kind of spent my life at my, my dad helped start the hockey club at home. So uh, ever since I can remember, I was after school going to the hockey rink for my brother's practice and then my other brother. And then, so it's just kind of, it's a, a kind of, I, I always say I was born with it in my blood. Um, and I uh, just, you know, played at home and, and uh, was constantly at the rink. So uh, I just uh, played with my brothers all the time and they used to beat me up pretty badly. So uh, no, but it, we had a great relationship, but um, it was, uh, it was fun to play when I was young and, and now it's more popular, you know, thankfully. And growing up in the uh, Washington area, were you a Capitals fan? Oh yeah, oh yeah, still am, still yeah. am. Yeah, Nicky uh, Nick Backstrom is my favorite player, yeah. so uh, I get to watch him on, uh, whenever I get to go home or you know when they're on TV. Yeah. So uh, yeah, absolutely love the Caps. Did you play any other sports, or was it just hockey? I played as many sports as I could. I uh, I played. We had a basketball hoop, and I didn't play competitively, but um, played basketball just to my. Um, my my driveway and things like that but I played soccer competitively I played lacrosse uh, I played a little golf uh, but my brothers they played different sports as well and my brother got into a tennis kick so one summer I played tennis all the time and then went to hockey and soccer and then my brother played lacrosse so then I played lacrosse so uh, but yeah I played uh, as many sports as possible growing up I think that's important for any kid uh, and now it's you hear about you have to play hockey here and then you have to play hockey in the summer and I I couldn't disagree with it more I think it's uh, you, you learn so many things from other sports that can translate into hockey and just being an athlete so um, so yeah I tried to play as many as possible growing up and uh, my mom will my mom will can, uh, can tell you that uh, the front yard was was uh, was ruined a couple times just from playing yeah. soccer so much uh, playing football sorry yeah but uh, but yeah, I uh, played as many as possible. I, I love sports. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you played for uh, Indiana Ice in the USHL uh, Junior League, right? Yep. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. A, it's a small, big city. Um, so I kind of. I, I loved it though. Uh, I had to go to school there, and I lived with an absolutely fantastic family. They took me in, and I, I lived with the family, like I said. So, um, but yeah, they took me in, and kind of became my second family, my second mm -hmm. set of parents. I had. I had two more brothers and, and another, you know, my first sister I've ever had there. Uh, you know, fake, but not fake. Um, but it was good. I, I love the time, and, and it's a great, it was a great league to kind of develop while also still getting education and, and, and going through the whole process. Uh, after that, uh, you went to St. Cloud's University uh, for another four years. How was these years? Oh, they were awesome. Uh, I think anybody that goes to college will tell you it's some of their best years of their life. Uh, you're playing a top-level hockey. Uh, you're getting a, a great education. You're with your friends 24-7. Um, so, yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. Um, I think, uh, I obviously, Andrew Gordon went to the same school. So, got to hear some of his uh, his stories and how big of a king he was on campus. <laughs> um, but uh, but it was fantastic. I uh, I know some guys from Europe have gone there, and they, they absolutely loved it. And I, and I don't... I don't blame them one bit it's a great it's a great way to get an education which i think is important and also play uh, like i said top level hockey because you played with uh, oliver lauridsen right yeah. and he he used to play junior hockey here in linköping uh, it's a small hockey world 
It really is. Yeah. It's uh, I love that guy. Uh, yeah, we went four years together in college, and or uh, three years for him, and then two years in pro together. So uh, I spent a lot of time with Oliver Warts, and uh, I absolutely love that guy. Like I said, um, just played against his brother last week in in Lexington. So uh, hockey is a small world, and you fu- it's funny how you kind of run into people all over the place. And I think that's one of the best parts of those. You always have someone somewhere where you can talk to or, or hang out with or kind of just you know it, it makes it makes e- being away from home easier when you have other guys you can kind of connect with and, and find common ground with yeah. uh, did you speak to Oliver before signing here with Lynch Shopping I actually uh, I did not uh, obviously he signed for Linda um, no but I hadn't I hadn't spoken with him no I just uh, actually I didn't know much about Lynch Spring before I came here to be honest with you I just uh, some guys followed it and some guys haven't and I was never really into the uh, European hockey scene no. until um, you know I was over here more and but yeah I, I actually didn't know much at all about the city. I touched down in the airport and it's kind of first time I, I started to learn about it and so the first month and a half, two months was uh, was a lot of a lot of new things and a lot of uh, different ways for me. But uh, they're different. It doesn't mean they're bad. Uh, you went on uh, to play in the AHL with the uh, Philadelphia Flyers AHL team, uh, Adirondack, is that how you say it? Yeah, Adirondack, yeah, it's the, a tough the, word. Yeah, they're Lee Valley Phantoms today at least, but uh, yeah. it's the same organization. You were drafted by the LA Kings in the seventh round, but still you played uh, for the Philadelphia Flyers AHL team. Why? Mm-hmm. I, after um, three years of college, I uh, were thinking about leaving school and and being a, a smaller guy in, in that game I I didn't feel comfortable uh, leaving without my full education that was important for me and my parents um, my my dad's worked in business his whole life and my mom's a teacher so they stress education uh, greatly so mm-hmm. to get back to the hockey I uh, I wanted to finish my four year degree and, and have my degree and so what was the degree? Finance, finance. so um, so if hockey didn't work out you know you have a a backup plan, something, you're not just looking for a job, you actually have something to use to get a job. So um, so from there, and then my, my fourth year in college, I had a bit of a tough year, and, and uh, L.A. had a lot of guys, and so uh, we went our different ways, and, and Philadelphia came in, and, um, you know, they showed interest, and, and uh, growing up a Caps fan, you don't really grow up a Philadelphia Flyers fan much at all. So uh, so when I signed, when I signed with the organization, uh, I got some some good uh my brothers had some good comments for me uh but uh no they were ha- absolutely happy for me but uh it's just the brotherly love to uh, yeah. kind of give each other you know a couple of hard times about things but uh but yeah that, that's just how it went and, and uh you know it's it's funny how it happens sometimes yeah. but but uh in the end it, hopefully it all works out yeah. Uh, you got a lot of points in all these clubs you represented even in the <clears throat> hl but you never got a chance in the nhl uh, uh, were you even close uh, the first year, I don't think I was very close. No, um, that was kind of my. I was just trying to get pro experience and learn the, the game and and things like that. And then the second year, uh, it was tough because the the lockout. So we had uh, our top two centers on our minor league team, were the top were the two of the top centers on the Philadelphia team. So, uh, so they wanted to play those guys, and so that kind of set me back. And I thought maybe end of the year I was you know getting closer to it, but uh, it didn't work out. And, uh, and then you know, I wanted to stay, and but I ended up coming over to Europe. Uh, if I could do it again, I, I probably would 
you know, stay mm-hmm. and, and try to fight for that. And that's one, uh, I wouldn't say regret, but decision I wish I could do all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think I, you know, could have had a chance, but, um, but it is what it is. And, and you got to look forward and, and that's what I did. And, and I've had a great life in Europe and I've had high quality of life with great hockey and made a lot of great friends, seen new places. And, and sometimes, uh, that's, that's another aspect of life that people forget when you, uh, when you're playing, you know, a professional athlete somewhere. So, uh, so it's nice. To, uh, obviously, like I said, I, I, I could if I do, could do it all over again, I would. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the one thing in my life I really wish I did over. But um, but we're here and, yeah. and we're happy and, and we love our life and we have no complaints, like I said. So uh, you can look back, but uh, it's not going to do you much good, I don't think. But you're, then again, you're only 28 years. I mean, uh, there is a chance still. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But... Uh, it's just it's so much harder now with with uh, the cap with the um, yeah. the salary cap and and developing young players. There's such a big emphasis on developing young players now that um, that's that's the thing about the AHL is even if you're you know sometimes depending on the organization mm. um, you could be better than this player you know in, in your eyes and, and in other people's eyes. But the other guys get more opportunity because they have a greater potential, they think. So that's the part where uh, it, where the business side and the politics come in and things like that. And that can become frustrating for some players. And, and um, that's, uh, that's just part of the game over there. And, and uh, if you're a GM and you want to have a good team for one year, then also five years, you're going to want to develop your, to- your young guys and your, your top players' uh, picks and things like that. So uh, mm-hmm. it's just a different style of... Um, development and, and team organization mm. uh, when you came over to Europe you played one year in Salzburg uh, in the Austrian league and then another year, uh, season in Germany before signing for uh, Geneva Servette in the uh, Swiss league but when the season started you were here in Lynn shopping tell me a little bit about that uh, period well I, I signed a contract to go to Geneva and um, I was excited about it mm. And then um, then Switzerland, they have a four import rule. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and, and we had signed five imports, I think, at the time, and maybe for looking for a sixth. Mm-hmm. So as a player, you'd uh, you want to play every game. And, and if a team starts winning uh, because you, and they were going to do a rotation with, with imports to start. And if you were out of the out of the lineup for one game and they won 10 games in a row, yeah. you know, some coaches don't change their team. And I don't blame them. Why would you? So, uh, but if you're on that outside and you're sitting out for 10 games just because your team's winning, uh, then it takes away from your, your playing and your development. And, um, you know, and, and like you said, players want to play. Um, so, uh, we, uh, kind of went our separate ways. It was mutual. They, they treated me very well. And so, uh, then, you know, Lynchroping stepped in and, and I uh, came here, and, and that's where we are today. Yeah. But had you moved there and started training with them? No, not yet. No. Not yet. We just, it was, um, it all happened in the summer, and I was still at all home right. the whole time. Okay. So uh, nothing really changed except uh, a couple of signatures on a couple of papers. Yeah. So, uh, in a different city. In a different, <laughs> different city, country. different country. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I, I was at home the whole time. So, yeah. so uh, we're just waiting for a plane ticket somewhere. Mm-hmm. Do you see yourself going back to the U.S. and playing for, say, an AHL team again? I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I, um, um, it's, it's, you play more games and sometimes the schedule is tougher just in terms of, 
um, you know, end of the year we play, they play Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every weekend. Mm. Um, and then you have a lot of bus rides and a lot of travel time and you're gone a lot more. So, uh, there's, 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 those are the negatives to it. The pro, the positives to it would be you're being close to home, close to your family. Mm. And if, um, you know, my wife and I were ever to start a family, um, it'd be closer to the grandparents yeah. and our cousins and things like that. So, uh, like I said, it's, 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 you're a professional athlete, but there's more to it than, than just hockey. And sometimes you gotta, you know, it's, you want to be around your family and things like that. But, uh, so long answer to, to your short question, but yes, I, I would consider going back, but, um, but I'm, like I said, we're happy here. Yeah. So uh, we're not uh, looking to go back. But you still haven't won anything, right? Have you won any major or any cups or anything like that? No, I lost in double overtime uh, one year in the championship in Austria and then, um, other than that, no, it's, I, I haven't. Um, How much do you want it? I do. I want it badly. I, uh, it's what every player wants. It's kind of why you you put so much sweat and so much work into the summer, and when no one's watching, and then you, you know, during the season, it's that's what you play for. You don't play for you don't play for uh, winning one game and being happy. You, you play for winning the last game and and being happy, and that's what uh, we're focused on. Hopefully. Hopefully, um, we can put together something here and, and, and achieve that. That would be, God, that would be the absolute best feeling. Absolutely. Because this gets us to Lynn Shopping, to here and now, your <clears throat> second season here. After a slow start, the team has stepped up lately. Uh, what's the biggest difference between now and uh, in the beginning of the season? I think we're, um, I think we had a lot of new players and, and uh, we had a lot of, um, hype around our team and they're saying oh just you know this is so good you know it's so sometimes you buy into that a little bit i think and i'm a the one thing you learn about me is i'm a pretty honest guy and i don't, I don't lie to anyone uh, i don't give the, the typical answer a lot so i think we had a lot of hype and a lot of guys being told they were you know this is going to be good it's not going to be hard and so but um i think uh we just have to we, ha we found a way to to kind of build from a, a foundation of of pressure and and uh, that's worked into trusting your game and then trusting his game and then trusting the line and then it just builds and so so I think the the big thing has been trusting everything and and continuing to work on the same page and I think you can see uh, guys have grown into roles more and in, in different and in, you know their lines and and parts of the team and. When you combine all those little things together, it creates for a, a bigger train to start rolling. And I think, um, I think that train's you know hopefully on the right tracks now, and, and uh, we can start to continue to pick up some steam, and and get ready for the last 16 games of the season and and make some noise. Mm -hmm. If you pick out one game from this season where you felt this is the way we should act and behave on the ice, what game would that be? Uh, on the top of your head, <laughs> I think the Jerry Garden game. Um, I'm not sure when it was exactly, but we had a home and home at Jerry Garden. It was the first game. We were down a couple goals, and uh, we came back. And I think that's the game where guys kind of said, kind of realized that like, mm. if we can do this, we can do this. And um, it, you know, it's it's one of the, those those are the types of games where you're down and out, and you come back where 
you get kind of get like the, the the little bit extra sense of security and confidence and because uh, next time you're up 2-1 you think you can win the game and the next time you're down 2-1 you think you can win the game and that's a whole different mindset than uh, a lot of times if you're not doing well and you're down in a game um, you now it's not it's hard to find the confidence sometimes that you're going to come back but mm-hmm. uh, when you win one of those games like that it just gives you a whole new level of, of freedom to play with and, and allows just guys to breathe a little bit. And uh, and so, yeah, I think that was one of the games, or maybe, yeah, maybe one of the games where it helped turn everything around. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite games uh, is uh, the one the other weekend here uh, when you won <clears throat> 1-0 against Örebro away uh, because that's the type of games that this club hasn't been able to win that often. I mean... Uh, you offensive players weren't scoring, but still you managed to, to win with hard work. Yeah, absolutely, and it's part of the, it's, that's growing as a team where you can, sometimes when you are expected to score as, uh, you know, uh, a couple guys are, and and you don't, you can start forcing things and cheating, but mm-hmm. when you start trusting the game and trusting the, the, the team together, you can know that you just do your part and if it's not working out you still have to play and other guys are going to step up and other guys are going to step up and and together that's how you form a team and that's how uh that's how you win and um and hopefully we can be able to win one nothing games and also win five four games because uh, not every game is going to be you know the same way and you got to be able to weigh, win you know in a, a v- variety of ways to be able to you know win a lot of games and hopefully we can continue to to find different ways to win Coach Dan mixed up the lines a bit a while ago. Do you like your new surroundings? Yeah, I mean, I didn't dislike my old surroundings. Uh, uh, it's just different. It's uh, Obviously, it was Andrew that was on the right, and now it's Ken Andre. Uh, and they're different style of players, but the beauty of it is they're both good players. So uh, it's not like you're replacing a bad player with a good player. It's it's uh, You're getting one good player, and and you're getting another good player. So um, it's just a different style a little bit, and um, sometimes it adds a, a new uh, breath of fresh air and, mm. and it's a different form of energy. But um, who knows, if uh, maybe he switches lines again. You don't know. Um, I'm, I've, I've played on teams where you've played with uh, the same three guys all year, and I've played on teams where I've played with a different line every four games. And... Uh, uh, but you have a system on a team, and and, you, and if you can find the right chemistry, hopefully you can you can find success and 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 be able to create create a difference in every game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've written that uh, I would like to uh, try as a test splitting you and uh, Brock Little up because I I feel that <coughs> you're kind of the same type of players that like to have a lot of puck and like to I mean doing stuff by yourself. Uh, uh, what do you, what do you say about that? I think uh, I think. I would have to disagree. I, I, I try to. Big part of my game is is being able to use other players actually, and, and I like to pass the puck more than I like to shoot the puck half the time. Or Brock's more of a one-on-one dynamic, can beat a guy. Uh, so we're, I think we're different in that sense, but um, not comparing us at all. Uh, not comparing us at all to to Kane and, and uh, Panarin, but they're they're similar players and, and they work out and just like. Uh, but then you also have, you know, Taves and and Kane, where they're different players. So it's it's uh, if you can find, it's all about chemistry. Uh, last year I played with Rhett, and I thought Rhett liked to handle the puck, and he could break it, break a guy down, and beat him one on one. So I, it's it's uh, 
it's just finding the right rhythm and the right um, I think the big thing is if we have correct spacing where we can use each other but also be able to beat a guy one-on-one -on -one, that's when uh, we can be dangerous and 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 if I can get Brock I the thing I want to do is get Brock to open space with the puck and that's why I think he's the most dangerous and he can make a, a big difference in a game you've seen him where he's uh, he can change a game with one play and and uh, that's the thing you love, you love about the guy. And uh, but so can you? Yeah, right. yeah I mean, I hope, <laughs> hopefully. But uh, we like to, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's fun to play with them. Don't get me wrong. Uh, guys finished first and second, I think, in the goal scoring last year. So um, you know, like I said, we we enjoy each other off the ice. Uh, we have a great relationship, and so uh, when we play on the ice each other. Uh, sometimes we'll get a little upset with each other, uh, but that's, that's I love that. I think it's just two guys being competitive and wanting to win, and and uh, that's one thing we share more than anything is we want to be successful and, and we're competitive as hell. We're getting close to the end here in this pod, but I have a couple of questions uh, left. Uh, if you compare this year's uh, team with the team that uh, was so good during uh, regular season last year, but kind of folded in the playoffs, why could this team go further in the playoffs this year? Oh, I'd hate to say we folded in the playoffs last year. I thought we just ran into a tough team at a tough time. Uh, but uh, this team is—it's different. It's a, we have a younger set of defensemen. Um, last year was we had a little bit more veteran, but uh, hopefully—I mean, I think it's—I think we have a similar team in a lot of the sense that we can have many lines that can beat you. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think our best line lately has been uh, Folkstrom, Sebastian Carlson, and, and, and Turnquist. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, it's when that line's on going, it makes it just easier. So I think when you have things like that, where other lines um, can can produce and, and can make a difference in game, it's that's where I think you can have a team that can hopefully go far in the playoffs. Last but not least, uh, you're from the Washington area, as we said uh, earlier. <clears throat> I just got to ask this, Donald Trump. What do you say? I uh. <laughs> I mean, there's so many people upset about him. It's ridiculous. Uh, there's a reason we have a voting process, and but the thing is, he's our he is our president, and you, he's our president. There's just there's no changing that, and uh, no matter if you voted him for him or not, but uh, he's our president, and he's going to lead our country, and and that's how it is. And so uh, I'm on board with him. Um, do I disagree? Do I agree with everything he he he's done or has or whatever? Uh, no, but he's our president, and I respect him, and I you know, look to him to be our president. So it is, uh, that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Garrett, it was a pleasure talking to you. Perfect. Thank you for having me on here. Thank you. Good luck for the rest of the season. Then. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Ni har lyssnat på Sönderbrattnes hockeypodd med mig, Jon Sönderbrattne och LOC-forwarden Garrett Rose som gäst. Tack för att ni har lyssnat. Vi hörs snart igen. Har det gått så länge. Hej!